introduce the host of the dating game of the cheese lady. It's two time President's Club Award winner. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pete Van Dyke. Hey. Hey, I like how you feigned it. Hey, I love it. Two times is how we do this thing. We're doing it twice because it's the best way to do this show. We're guaranteed to get it right. This is a very exciting show, people. We have the rare uh, uh, privilege of a person that's here tonight who's not only supported our show, but she's sponsored us by giving us cheese. She's given us feedback each and every week. And tonight she's entrusted myself and the, this wily crew of miscreants from Live from the Dutch Hall to take her love life into our hands and set her up with what we think is gonna be a beautiful, beautiful start of a relationship that hopefully will find her love for the rest of her life. Oh, uh, yes. Or it could also be a horrible disaster. Either way. <laughs> it's a coin toss. It's going to be a time. It's a toin quass. It's even. a toin quass. Twassing. <laughs> we don't know how to twass it. <laughs> but tonight is going to be really exciting. Her name is our very own cheese lady, Teresa from the Second Mouse in Delhi. She's here tonight. Yeah. I can't tell you how excited I am. There you go. So then I hate. <laughs> what was it? Were you we have the power. Perfect. You're a perfect conductor. You yeah. have the power. I know. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel strong, and that's why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Feedback. <laughs> that's right, baby. That's what I do. Feedback. Power. <laughs> it's the best. Anyways. <laughs> I digress. The cheese lady dating game shall begin. These are the rules of the contest. We invite our lovely bachelorette, our cheese lady, up to this couch right here. Mm. She will then, we will then introduce three bachelors who will take their seats on the other side of this curtain. She is, does not know who these three bachelors are, but she will ask them a series of questions, just like the original dating game. These gentlemen will answer the questions and trying to woo her in order to try to uh, entice her to choose them as the bow for this particular date. And we're going to find sponsors who uh, support Live from the Dutch Hall to uh, um, uh, make sure this date's going to be one to remember. But we're going to save that for the grand reveal of the prize that the, two, the lucky couple will get at the end. Mm. <laughs> Mostly because I didn't think of it yet. Ooh la la. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. I don't even know. It's coming. Yeah. Woohoo. It's going to be a fun hour. Okay, but there's only one way to get this thing started. People. How's that, Peter? Uh, we need to play the theme song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. It's time to play the boys, checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She has to make a choice, checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. Who are these three boys? Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. She has to make a choice. What choice will you make, Teresa? It is up to you. Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our bachelorette for this evening, the owner and proprietor of the Second Mouse in Delhi, Ontario, our very own cheese lady, Teresa Weber, everybody! 
sitting on the couch. Do you see that, Teresa? How much more smooth that went? It was awesome. I was a gentleman. We you greeted. Were. We hugged. Yeah. It's like we did it before. It was a bit of deja vu. I have to admit that. But I'll tell you, I feel better about myself because that was smooth. You came up, we greeted. It seemed very natural. I even like uh, got the microphone ready for you and stood up until you sat down. That's an old gentleman thing to do. It was. You don't Thank see you. a lot of that anymore. Yeah, you don't see that anymore. Hey, Dave, you want to know what you, what, where they came up with the term gentleman? No. You don't know? No, I don't want to know. He want oh, you don't want to know? No, go ahead. Tell me. No, do you, can, you can you fathom a guess? Probably because uh, some men were brutes, you know, back in the old days, but others were gentle. Yes. And those are the ones the ladies liked, the gentle men. The ones that didn't beat them. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Because some guys would throw <laughs> their jacket on a puddle, but some guys, if you burnt the ham, would beat you senseless. <laughs> Back in those days. That old chestnut. Yeah. Wow. It was a different time, Dave. And you know when that time was? Like 30 years ago. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. When this show was popular, this dating game show, some terrible crap was happening. I watched a lot of old dating game shows to prepare for this one for you, Teresa, because I wanted to make sure that we made, nice. this, we made this special for you because I I've appreciate so much what you've done for us. But this is, this is going to be something. This is really going to be something. What was I talking about? I lost it already. The, the old dating shows. Huh? Old dating shows. Yeah, the old dating shows. This is what they would do. The guy would introduce the girl. Like, if I was to introduce you, Teresa, I would say, this is one of the things I could have said, which I would never say to you. But in the 70s, this was what they said on television. There's three channels. There's only three channels. One of them was saying this. They're like, this girl missed out on Miss America by inches. Six inches on the right hip, six inches on the left. <laughs> Her name's, I swear to God, that's a, a quote, quoted joke from the 70s. Maybe I should have watched them. Oh, the one, the one uh, like they would, uh, they would just like talk about their, uh, their uh, boobs and stuff, you know? Like they'd make jokes if they, were, if they were, uh, uh, had big bosoms. Busty. If they were busty. Well endowed. Yeah, they would just like, uh, like, and then the girls would have to like uh, go, oh, you know, like uh, you could tell it was like, this is fucking so offensive, you know? But in the 70s, you got to take it, I guess, because they still would let you beat them, Dave, unless you were a gentleman. That's what they came up with that term. But it was before the 70s. It was from the beginning of time <laughs> until the 70s. I like it better now. What? Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Dave, as a white man, I, I, I think you're just all white man guilt from the past and evil. That's what I make the day. Me? No, no, no. The character I'm making you into oh, for the show, Dave. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Not you. I understand. But you know the you, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Laura, Laura you get it. <laughs> <laughs> she grew up with you too, you weirdo. Anyways, um, love you, Lori. <laughs> Teresa, are you ready to meet our bachelors? Oh, I sure am. Let's introduce our three bachelors. Please come down the stairs, gentlemen. Uh, first of all, who, who we have? First of all, we have bachelor number one. Bachelor number one is a uh, sexually confused person who really thinks that love is not about what's between your legs, but about who you are on the inside 
as long as at the end he gets to suck your dick. <laughs> Please, Bachelor wow. number one. Wow. What an intro. <laughs> it's the most yeah. perfect intro Pete, close ever. The curtain. Close the, the, curtain. <laughs> the next Bachelor, Bachelor number two. This gentleman is currently between licenses. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hell of a guy. It's bachelor number two. Thank you, thank you. Sliding on in there. The next bachelor, Teresa, is the last one you got. I don't know how this one's going to go. This, this man is, has no soul whatsoever. <laughs> and the dead eyes of the devil himself. Bachelor number three, everyone. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle-poo. Oh, that sounds familiar. Sounds familiar, yes. So, Teresa, are you ready to begin the game? I am. Okay. Pete, close the, so, curtain. Close the curtain. I can see someone's arm. It's oh, that, it's oh gross. you can? You can see arms? There we go. Ugh. Sorry, Dave. I don't want you to be spoiled. He's back here. All right. Gobble, gobble. This is how this is going to work. Bachelors, are you ready to meet, uh, to, uh, to introduce yourself to the Bachelorettes? Absolutely. If yes. you could, could yes. you please say hello to Teresa? Bachelor number one, will you please say hello to Teresa? Hello, Teresa. Bachelor number two. Enchanté, mon chéri. And bachelor number three. Sup, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa, you've heard the gentleman. You have an idea of what you're dealing with. Can, would you like to begin the questioning? Sure. Okay, bachelors, give me your best description of the other two bachelors. That question is for all of you. Bachelor number one, can you begin? Sure. Uh, bachelor number two, I would describe as a bag of sweaty balls <laughs> that was left at the doorstep of an orphanage. Uh, bachelor number three, I would describe as, oh my God, it's so hot, please put it in my face. <laughs> What? <laughs> Man. Wow. That really took a turn. This is actually like the real show. Wow. If you watch the ones from the 70s, it's very similar. Very similar. Eerily similar. Bachelor number two. Same question. Can you please describe the other two bachelors? Well, it's really a choice between wooden and plastic. Uh, because bachelor number three looks like he was carved by a blind child. <laughs> who had a bad case of the shakes. <laughs> and I drove down with bachelor number one, and if not for my plastic credit card, we would not have got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're making it real tough for her. <laughs> bachelor number three, can you please describe your other two bachelors? Yeah, I'm looking at them. Bachelor number one, while well, he looks like a, a wet nurse for a bunch of orphan gorillas. Guy looks like he works in cement. Like in cement. He looks like Snow White's, Snow White's eight dwarf. Ugly. And bachelor number two, this guy, he's just a new, like a newborn Benjamin Button. He looks like Luke Perry. If you have to bury him and cover him in dirt. <laughs> he looks like he's got the youthful glow of a Pangeria kid. 
Whoa. Couple of scumbags. <laughs> Does that satisfy you for question number one, Teresa? I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, you like him, eh? I think you might be warming up to three there. Okay, next question. Question number two. Okay, bachelors, if I were a cheese, what kind of cheese would I be? I'm going to start this time with bachelor number two. Yeah, I definitely think you'd be a, a, a brie warmed in the oven and infused with cranberry. Uh, because I can feel the heat between us right now. <laughs> mm. and, and, and secondly, I, I want to I have those notes, you know, that complicated, sophisticated uh, flavor, which I think is what you bring to the table. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Wow. Wowie, wowie, wowie. Bachelor number one, can I ask you the same question? Sure. Um, uh, I don't want to sound cheesy, but uh, I would... I'll describe you as a cheese curd, because I'm going to poutine it in you tonight. <laughs> With some hot gravy at the end. Jesus. And these fries are crunchy. <laughs> oh, it's always the one. <laughs> Bachelor uh, number three. Uh, what kind of, can you answer the cheese question, please, for Teresa? I don't care what kind of cheese you are, lady, as long as you smell funky and have enough holes. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be calling me Rooster Parmesan because you're going to be all over me, baby. Cock-a-doodle-goo. <laughs> Get some chicken and cheese. <laughs> Next question, Teresa. This is getting tougher, eh? Are you starting to figure out, hone in on it's a... It's tough. On a, on a, yeah, it's winner? tough. They all have so much they bring to the table. It's a tough decision. We need to ask another question. What do we got for him? Okay, bachelors, if you were going to take me on a date, where would you take me? Bachelor number one, what would you do? Uh, I would uh, probably take you uh, in the back seat, probably in the butt. I'd probably also <laughs> take you, probably take you on your knees. Maybe bent over, scraping some cheese. Uh, I, I've never fucked at, at a cash register. I would love to be at your cash register fucking. Maybe, maybe in the steps of this Spiky Ball Studios as teaching sex ed to the kids across the street. Just let them know what's going on and who's giving the right amount of fucking... Holy mackerel. Oh, Jesus, Murph. Okay, I am definitely blushing now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Bachelor number two, can you answer uh, what would you do on your date? Well, I have a lot of ideas, but after listening to Bachelor number one's answer, I think a trip to the KFC. <laughs> but uh, no, what I would do is I would, uh, I would take you to my favorite French restaurant. And uh, we'd for order from the a la carte menu. We'd have a nice Beaujolais. And after we were done, uh, we would walk along the Champs-Élysées towards the Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's right. My favorite French restaurant is in Paris. Ontario? <laughs> you illiterate fuck. <laughs> Are you guys going to travel as a team? <laughs> oh, yeah. This could be a little uh, three-way action. You're going. like, uh, yeah, one seems the straight man. She's and gonna... then we'd go dancing at the Intercontinental Hotel Bunch under the cucks. dome season. Thanks. <laughs> You're going to melt in my mouth. That was too Let hard. Let me tell I you thought. what I would do. Because I know what we'll fucking do, all right? Thank you, Bastard number three. <laughs> 
Please go. Please go. What would you do on your date? Oh, I already know what we're going to do. I'm going to let you decide whatever you want to do before because I don't give a fuck. I just want to get down to the fucking... Chicken and cheese and some special sauce. Cockadoodle spew, baby. I know what we're doing. Uh, well, that solves it. We have one last question. Oh. This is going to really have to narrow it down. Woo. Teresa, this is our last, your last chance to narrow it down between these three very eligible and eloquent bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Teresa, before you ask this question, I have it's to throw in a curveball to the... It's like this is like, uh, well, you know, chopped or something like that, where all of a sudden you're like, I thought I was watching like a regular Iron Chef. No, no. We're taking away all your ingredients. You gotta cook with your dick, you know, like yeah. something like that. Cook this is what this show dick. just is doing right now. We're changing the game, Teresa. Dick. One of these three bachelors, one of these three, is most likely the worst husband in the world. <laughs> just one. Just one of them is. Just one. The other two are very eligible, but there's one like I would call him like uh, he's the. Um, uh, like he's like a mine in a minefield, you know, like a, or like a nice beach, and then there's this mine of like a married man that's just a real bad husband. Great guy, bad husband. <laughs> <laughs> like just for him to be on this show is like a, a real choice, you know. I'm sure his wife's not fond of it. You know? <laughs> but anyways, he is down to DTF, as yeah. you'd say. <laughs> no, oh. is that the kids that say that? Eh? I have no idea we don't know. what you're saying. No? DTF? You ever heard of that? It's down to fornicate. You ever heard that? Down to fornicate? I think you're right across from a high school. That's why you heard that. You're right. <laughs> Out of no way of knowing, but I do put my ear to the window and in. say, what's the cool lingo? And I'm going to start using it to make myself seem young. Uh, Pete, would you say one of us is nachos? <laughs> nachos. Get it? Nacho? Never mind. No, boo. <laughs> boo. I'm not even going to tell her which bachelor that was so that she would please forgive you for that terrible joke. You shameful bachelor over there. I can see you through the crack, you piece of garbage. Yeah, you cheesy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Teresa, one last question. Let's what narrow this field down. Jeans? Let's try to make our decision here. What is the last question of the evening? Okay, if you were disqualified from this contest, which of the other two bachelors should win the date with me? Bachelor number one, who should? You're disqualified. Bachelor number one. I would hope uh, Pete was disqualified could I, so I could have sex with his wife. <laughs> that is not the game. Oh, okay. I mean, I, uh, I would hope that bachelor number two would uh, get laid because he's talking real silly right now, all romantic and stuff. I want him to get a good old cheese fuck going on. Forget all this romantic shit. A bit of a wedge. What a bit of a wedge for that one. But it's bachelor number two. Oh, oh, uh, Dan. You're, uh, oh, fuck. I think. <laughs> I, <laughs> Sir, you're going with number two. Uh, oh, I, that's I, nice of you, one. I, I think by now the audience knows this is a really tough choice for me. Uh, on one hand, you have a hand that is the filthiest mouth I've ever seen. <laughs> And on the other hand, you have a genuine sex offender. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know which one's which. Yeah, I didn't point a direction. I think the whoa let you know exactly who I was wow. talking about. <laughs> wow. So I, uh, 
I would go with the puppet. <laughs> Let her date the puppet. Spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> what puppet? What the fuck are you calling a puppet? <laughs> You're the one with strings on you, you balled up ham. <laughs> There's videotape of this. I have no strings on me whatsoever. You got a hand up your ass. Right. Mm, who doesn't? You're tied up, that's for sure. Hey, uh, bastard number three, who would you choose as the winner of this contest if you were disqualified? Well, cheese whiz, who the fuck am I going to choose over here between can't get it up and can't find it? <laughs> <laughs> number two is a complex man. <laughs> he will have you asking all night does his dick work because he's drunk or so old number two is too old you fucked that one up three <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm picking I'm sure it was one. golden no, sorry buddy <laughs> I'm picking number one and I'll tell you why Teresa because he's the only man in here that will let you fuck him with a strap-on with balls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheese balls, baby. Slapping across my chin. <laughs> Let's do this. Who's fucking tonight? You're, you're taking the strap-on orally? <laughs> Any way the cheese lady wants it, because I'm a gentleman. Fellas, I'd like you to talk about these weird things when the cheese lady is going to make her decision. But, uh, Teresa, I have to tell you... You have a difficult, difficult decision to make. I want you to contemplate this. I want you to take your time. I want you to also know that you're safe and this date will have the full chaperoneship of the entire live from the Dutch Hall team if we need to. We're gonna film it, make sure you're safe, make sure that you're not in any danger whatsoever from any of these people. I feel like he's only talking about me. I really want you to know Sign that. Sign a waiver. Yeah. We are going to take good care of you. It is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be Delhi and Norfolk County. And I'm going to give some Oxford County love. Uh, the finest. They're going to step up and we're going to make here in Spiky Ball Studios one of the greatest dates you've ever been on your entire life. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you that I right appreciate on. that, yeah. Pete. Yeah. But, but you have to make a difficult decision. And that's going to be which one of these son of a guns. And I, to be honest with you, between you and I... <laughs> They seem terrible. <laughs> I don't know if it's your best choice. <laughs> but, but you have to make a decision, but there's only... Uh, I'm going to let you do that while we do a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback! It's motherfucking feedback. Play those symbols, Kebby. Motherfucking feedback. <laughs> that is Kev. Let's just hear it right now for, yeah. for uh, that was uh, the French tickler Kev Belanger doing it all tonight. Boy, Round Kevin. of applause for Kev. Kev. He's, he's been fighting fires all thank night, you, and the you. guy just ended up nailing feedback with his hand on the with his hand on the goddamn symbol. That is a true professional, the French tickler Kev Belanger. And I've recognized Whiskey Wes Higgins as the bass player of the Nocturnal Emissions. Because we needed to get him a chair. But we did not recognize the lead uh, guitar player right sitting right there, Steve the Reluctant German. Why don't people give him a round of applause at home? Yeah, you know what? Put down the dishes, dry your hands, and give Steve a round of applause, people listening at home. Multi-talented tonight. And you know who is on vocals? I'm not going to say 
it was a lead vocal and background vocal because I was watching you two give your sh give it all give it your all. You're giving her shit for the opener. Both of you giving it all you had. On double vocals, we got Michael Bow and David the Rooster Church. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. We got a bit of a sweat Quality on. Up people. Here. Yeah. And if you would like these guys to keep coming back to my place and uh, and and playing music, just being fed beer and cheese and whatever we can <laughs> round up, you know, and pepperettes. That works. You know? That's how I've kept them here, but they're going to... The, the fact that they're the greatest band in Canadian late night history is going to go to their heads, and then they're eventually going to want more than that, and what you need to do is go to our website, lifeonthedutchhall.com, and uh, click on the Amazon banners, and then you do your shopping that you're going to do anyways on Amazon, and then that money will come to us, and then we'll be able to give, it, give them more treats to keep them here. Like, I'll say, hey, you, you guys like Skittles? Love Skittles. Yeah, there you go. A couple people pay for Amazon. I get some Skittles, but right now we got no Skittles cake, boys. Fucking motherfucker. No Skittles cake. Norpak. The beef people. Okay. That's all they get. They got some at the beginning and some now. And now I'm going to go zip it. No more for them. Until we get pepperettes, Matthew. <laughs> what else do you want, guys? Let's, let's steepen it up. Uh, T-bone steak will do too. I want a nice steak dinner for the cheese ladies date. Yep. How about that? Goes nice with the cheese, Matt. And you know who else I'm going to reach out to? Our greatest sponsor of all sponsors. The only one that actually gives us money. <laughs> it's Clean Flow, people. <laughs> and you know what? Charters has worked on that for about six months, and it's getting better. I know it is getting better. Because you were prepared for it he this time. Prepared. He was on top of it. He was right at the neck, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's going to talk about Clean Flow. I'm going to do that stupid thing. Yeah, that's what you did. Awesome job, Dave. Thank you. Perfect. I'm really coming across mean today, I think. Anyways, uh... Awesome job, Clean Flow. Clean Flow. I don't know what you can do to help with Teresa's date, but if you have anything you can do with any of your product lines, Louis, please give me an Louis, email at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com. Maddie, oh, anyone on your team, just give me some ideas on what products we need to uh, promote. Uh, and maybe we could use for this date. And I'm not saying lubricants here. I'm saying maybe a hand sanitizer by the sounds of this. Uh, <laughs> bango, of bango, bongo, Michael. Yeah, you got it right on the nose there, buddy. A big time. We need a big jug. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a one you can dive right into. I would say if you could find something that's the opposite of lube to prevent anything from happening. <laughs> just kill, belt. not kill bacteria, yeah. just kill them. Uh, Clean Flow, do you have a chastity belt? <laughs> do you have a chastity, chastity belt? belt. Give it to Teresa. in the heavy-duty section. Just to keep her safe. We need to put all of, all of us around her to keep her safe. Whatever you can do for us, Clean Flow. Well, how many times are we going to say Clean Flow and you fucking don't play the song that I, you spent six months on? You didn't even do it that good. Clean Flow. Oh, you're just mailing it in now. I'm disappointed, Dave. How many, we're trying to impress him. We're trying to give him give a shit. Give she picks contestant shit. number two. She'll be totally disappointed. <laughs> yeah, contestant I don't, number I don't one. Blame me for doing yeah, this. that guy hasn't had a clean flow since the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, are we doing overtime? I didn't know the mics were live. Sorry, guys. I didn't know Let the me... mics were live. So we have to just talk about our listeners, who we ask to give us feedback each and every week. The big one this week I want to reach out to is our new cookie sponsor. We have a new oh. cookie sponsor who stepped up. Uh, it's Susan Belanger. It is uh, Susan B., our cookie lady. Cookie B. Susan 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 B. Sus
Kuzumbi, Kukibi. Kuzumbi, Kukibi. Boom, clat, ras, clat, pussy, clat. Love you, Susie. Oh, boom, clat, ras, clat, pussy, clat. Love the cookies. We love them, Susie. Boom, clat, ras, clat, pussy, clat. Keep the cookies coming. We love you, Susie. Oh, Susie. We love the cookies, keep them coming, Susie. Susie. I'll tell you something about, Su uh, about Susan B., our cookie sponsor. Susan B. Uh, steps it up. What did I say, Cookie Monster? Cookie, cookie sponsor is what I meant to say. She's not a monster at all. She's a nice lady. I don't think you should say that. What, who's, who's, who had a banger in that dirty game we made Kevin play? Charters, right? <laughs> Charles, you just give her a wink next time. Just let her know. Her son's approved of you. Kevin's and right there, Pete. <laughs> He's right. I'm sorry. Right there. I'm sorry, man. I just want Dave to have hope. He's a train wreck to look at, you know? I want him to have hope. So anyways, um, Susan B., her cookie sponsor, she says to me, uh, she goes, uh, she wrote a, one of those like messages on the Facebook or something, and she's like, uh, uh, she really appreciated uh, the shout-out last week, but she also said that... Uh, um, remember when there was we had the after show and there was only one person watching? It was her. It was it was her. It was Susan B. She says she's dedicated to her program. She was watching the sauce off. Yeah, the sauce off. But she even watched Doug Koenig. Oh, on the drums. On the Get drums. On yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking hardcore, man. She's one of she's that's, one of the super deep. super fans. Like she's in it, into it, man. That's deep. Yeah, that, so when you made that terrible joke about uh, Dave and her, his, his, uh, Kev's mom, when you made that joke, Michael, it, she was listening. I'll have to be careful next yeah, time. Yeah, you better be careful next time. Try not to be around a mic. Yeah, yeah. And... Or not do it at all. And I wanted just to say, the Haitian Dwarf, a, a, a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you guys know who the Haitian Dwarf is, but the, we've been on the air for about five and a half years. This guy's been with us since the very beginning, the Haitian Dwarf. I don't know, I'm a line. Yeah, we got it. You got one? Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off the bed we go. Take my cheese, you're on your knees. Hi-ho, hi-ho. No, this is a little bit late. This is a little bit late. It came on iTunes. Uh, Haitian Dwarf gave us five stars. And this time he said, he goes, uh, this was a couple weeks late coming, this piece of, of feedback. But he wanted to offer his congratulations on the winnings for Paul, Dave, and Steve. Was it? Kevin. Paul, Dave, and Kevin got the got the uh, uh, puss, right? So I wanted to say, uh, we had a game where everyone had to pick someone else on the team to bang their wife or, or the most precious woman in their life or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, um, no one picked me to do it. No one would let me do it. Makes sense. No one let Wes, too much of a man, right, Wes? No one let uh, Mike, you want to know why? All of us, they're going to fall in love with, right? And why didn't they pick Steve? because of the atrocities. And everyone knows it. It's true. <laughs> right. Me, you, and we got the Van Dyke gonna fall in love with us, eh? If you just do it once. Yeah. It's we have. It just makes sense. So Haitian Dwarf, 
the, we appreciate you giving those guys the kudos that they do deserve for their shortcomings. But me, Wes, and Michael know we're the real winners in this. <laughs> <laughs> hey? Yeah. Steve, I don't know why. I'm sorry, buddy. Stop it. Stop doing that to people. You can't do that, okay? You can't just do that. <laughs> the sad guitar gets sadder. Anyways, uh, that's it for feedback. We got feedback. Teresa, it is time. Kevin, a little drum roll, and then into the song. Have you, Teresa? Make your decision. Let's wait until the song plays. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. What up with these boys? Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. Sounds like they like toys. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. I don't like these boys. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady. Time to make your choice. I think it perhaps is time. Coming on the cheese lady, coming on the cheese lady. That's why I said I didn't like these boys. Would you like me to tell you who any of those voices are? Rude. Hot and Teresa, this is the moment of truth. This is what the whole show has been leading to. Who are you going to choose? It's a real tough, tough choice. But I think I'm going to go with number two. Bachelor number two. First, would you like to meet the bachelors you could have chose? This first bachelor has dead eyes and no soul whatsoever. Please welcome the Charters Puppet, the Rooster. Caca, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you missed I know, it seems like that. We could have been getting chicken nuggets and walking on down to the shore. <laughs> He's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but it looks like I'm going to have to roll on out here. It's 1883 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you later, uh, Rooster. And now the other bachelor you haven't, you didn't choose, this bachelor, bachelor number one, is the worst husband in the world, Jeez. Joe Bartholo. He's full of married. So I was hoping to have lots of sex, but it's not going to happen. It's okay. Dan will message me what happens after. I'm, Maybe. All right. Thank you. Thank you for not choosing me. <laughs> it's better for his marriage. And, uh, and yeah, Joe, go have a seat there, buddy. And the, your winner. Can we get a drum roll, please, Kevin? The man who will be coming back for a great date at Spiky Ball Studios here in beautiful Delhi, Ontario, Canada. Dan Brennan, everyone. got that intro wrong. We're not having our date at the Spiky Ball Studio, are we? Yeah, you are. Oh, we are. Right yeah, that's the whole that's okay. the whole thing. Okay. What do you want to okay. take you, you want to take her out somewhere different? Well, you told me we had sponsors. Yeah, it's they're going to give us food here. We're going to cook you a gourmet meal with sponsors food. That'll you do know? Me. Hey, have you ever had a Norpac? Hey, we get the lighting right. That'll do me. You ever had a Norpac steak with a nice hunk of blue cheese on top of it from the Second Mouse in Delhi? 
Well, quite frankly, I have. You have? Yeah. It's delicious, right? <laughs> Maybe not the one in Delhi, but yeah. No, but no, <laughs> those too. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm like, I, I, sorry, I've started this off with going, yeah, but is it really a date? No, uh, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> You're blowing it. <laughs> <laughs> you came like immediately out and blew it. That's what it's, I think. It's true. It's true. Do you think, Joe? It could be really romantic. We could be, be in a chair over there with the candlelight, have the Dutch hall in the back. Oh. You're selling it to me, and I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm sorry for being skeptical. There you go, Dan. I think this might actually work out. I think we might have actually done something sweet. We're going to make it, Dan. If you, if you suspect that this studio here won't be one of the greatest nights of your life as well, yeah. I think you're sadly mistaken because the, the magic that exists within Spiky Ball Studios can not only provide imagination, the, your wildest dreams to come through, Joe, to come true, but it can also create romance. And that's what we're so. going to do for I you. I think so. Yeah. Both of you guys, you're but in for a real treat. It used to be a church, didn't it? And I'm going to tell you that for the people out there watching uh, at home, I promise you that uh, 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 we're going to be filming it so everyone else can enjoy the date that's as well. That's right, that's right. As I explained to Joe beforehand, I think it's funny that you think you're filming it for her protection. It's like, what about me? That's discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> Who's out there protecting me? I'll tell you I don't know what I'm getting into when I come down to these funky towns that sell tobacco. Hey, hey. Oh, I'm going to need a security detail and a safe word. Yeah. I always thought your protection was just your looks. Oh, that, cheers. I'm sorry. That's, uh, I shouldn't say I'm sorry. That's Canadian. It's supposed to be, you said roast rules, and then you said, oh, and it made me feel bad. Anyways. We got to do it the old school sign off for the dating game. Do you know what that is, people? No. Yeah, that, exactly. We were where we say, uh, but we're going to do the Dutch Hall sign off, and at the end, we'll just blow a kiss to the, the, the people at home. Okay. So, if we like to, we'll go to the front of the stage here. All of them come in with the, uh, the happy couple that's going to be spending their date here. Let's hear it for them. Give them a round of applause. And Joe. Come up here to the front. And, and Joe, thanks a lot for coming in. Nocturnal Emissions, you're the greatest band in the world. Greatest band. And uh, until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Thanks a lot for the uh, maple whiskey. Thanks, Cheers. Oh, it was good. Now let's go eat some cheese, people. <laughs>